exciting episode of Legends in the Dark, where we survived the zombie alien apocalypse, and all we got to show for it was these letters to Hogwarts. My name is Jay. And I am Leslie. How are you, Leslie? I'm not too bad. Uh, just trying to stay cool. A nice, warm summer, spring coming. So by the time this podcast comes out, I think it'll probably be fully summer. But uh, we have a little inklings of it. So it's it's pretty nice outside right now. For now. I know, right? Before it hits like that 107 and we all wished we were somewhere else. <laughs> right? How have you been? Oh, doing all right plugging along again like you said still enjoying the weather praying that it doesn't become in the triple digits you know too quickly maybe we throw in like a rainy day here or there before that all happens i know it probably won't because we live in the desert but also for you listeners we should also tell you um we have some ideas we might be changing the format a little bit of the podcast and I mentioned this on our Instagram but I want to thank everyone for really sticking with us we know like the Skinwalker review was was kind of a long haul and thank you for sticking with us and one of the reasons we did it as I explained was because we are working on some new things we are formatting reformatting some stuff and we're going to hopefully be able to start doing it actually live with Jay and I being in the same room and having some really cool material. But we just needed a little filler time and so that's why we did some of the reviews. And I'm hoping that I'm hoping that you guys will enjoy our new new things coming down the pike. Look forward to it. Okay, well should we get to so this is gonna be the final review of Skin The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch on the History Channel. This is episode eight of the series season one and the last episode was four so we're skipping five six seven and we're just going straight to what their wrap-up is and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna find out how the how the lead guy gets those delicious tan lines around his eyes i know everyone is kind of getting tanned again this is the secret of skinwalker ranch episode eight called revelations and i guess should we just keep going Let's knock this out. Okay, so as the season ends, we finally come full circle and we see the opening is finally explained. So by opening, I mean episode one, we had the opening of the dead cow. And throughout the whole series, we don't really know what's going on. We are introduced to a point where the cows come. We're introduced to points where the cows get upset with stuff in the sky, lights, what we are calling the UFOs, but we, because we're skipping this, we're not going to go over those episodes. We're just going to go over how they basically went over the recap in episode eight. So I want to say that there is another moment in the final episode, which, and, and who's the, who's the, who's the guy who had the Satan computer? What's his name again? I always forget his name. Uh, he's the lead investigator, Eric. Eric, yes. Like, Eric has another big reveal moment. Yeah, oh, I know. And everyone always looks so annoyed when Eric has a big reveal moment. <laughs> They're just like, damn it, Eric. You just always say, oh, I have something. And then it turns out to be absolutely nothing important. Well, it, it yeah, but this then... One it... Actually, this, this one actually was 
something a little bit bigger, but... Still, no Satan, though, so that's interesting that they haven't used that equipment. Or if they did use the equipment, they didn't really explain how they used the equipment. I think it was just a prop. I don't think it actually did anything. <laughs> okay, so in the final um, episode, is recapped, we see the, the dead cow... And they explain that a cow died at the same time as an unidentified flying object was overhead. And they even have footage. And it is interesting. Let's see. And also in the last episode, Travis does say it had some distortion or a shell as the TikTok or TikTok, sorry, TikTok videos that the Department of Defense released in December of 2017. So these videos have been around. A um, lot of different shows have used them. A lot of different podcasts talk about them. And it's basically the three videos of, I think one, I just remember the one that they said the it's Navy pilots from California. I actually know, I think those ones were out by the Navy base by us. And I would explain, all, I would explain the excessive word, use of the word dude. Dude. Bro. Bro. Dude. Do you see that thing, bro? But, oh my god. But it, they, uh, Travis talks about how in those videos, which are called the Tic Tac videos, that what they see, there's like a weird kind of like shell, almost like a white, it's almost kind of like if you cut something out, and if you ever done those projects with your kids, you cut something out and you paste it on, you know, let's say a poster board, and, uh, but, you know, the glue maybe almost comes out from under where you paste it. So you almost have like this little glue around it. It's, it's kind of like that, like something else is like behind it, almost like there's another light behind it. And Travis basically says this thing that they saw on the ranch has that same shell. So it's, it's all the same thing that they're seeing in all these videos, which is really interesting. I mean, like that, that's fascinating that even though it's, well, I mean, we don't know if it's not the same craft, but it's basically something with the same, dimensions or it's doing the same thing as these other videos and he he said that 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 object if it's the same one like he said it was moving like about a thousand feet per second yeah which is they said it's like it's going like a high-powered rifle like boom yeah and so going so they go into their command center and and we have to note that we skipped episodes, but the team is really subdued for the evidence they got. Like, I thought, whoa, this is so awesome. Why aren't they more excited? And I think it was really upsetting about the cow. Like, it, it's, I think it's really, this. it's been 13 weeks. And even later in the episode, they kind of talk about how that was that, that was the part where they kind of pulled back from the ranch. And they all kind of went their separate ways. Next, we fast forward in time a month, and we're back to wrap up the whole season. We're back in Utah, Salt Lake City, and we're back in the big high rise. And this is where it all started in September of uh, 2019. So it started in May, and we're now in September. And the whole team is there, along with, to brief each other, Along with assist, um, not assistant general, I'm sorry, attorney general Sean Reyes from Utah. And he sits on in this meeting and he's basically, Brandon tells the, the owner of Skinwalker, tells the team that, that Sean has been briefed this entire time. So the government's been briefed this entire time and they want to go over the evidence with him. 
So we start with the recent events regarding the cow um, dying in the pasture. And a vet had said that it died due to stress-induced pneumonia and also had high gamma and microwave levels. What do you think of that evidence? I would say it's definitely like something that was odd, it, you know. The pictures like, and the film of the UFO was interesting. Definitely, yeah, like it didn't, it, I would just say what I said already, it's odd. It's, it's, it's good evidence. Yeah, and what we mean by that is they have the cow. They I would have say it. it's like super strong evidence, but you know, it's, it's good. I was saying that um, also with evidence that what they're showing was the cow is in the pasture sitting down and this thing, the UFO comes above them and the cow actually looks up. Like, it, it actually reacts before it comes. Like, the cow actually looks up, and then the UFO is there. So, yeah, yeah, that's actually really interesting, and it's it's cool that they got something like that on film. Yeah, is it, is it the cow, doesn't it move along with the, or it moves to get away from the, the, the object, too? Uh, I think the, the, there was another part where the cows did, yeah. Oh, right, the rest of the herd. They, yeah, they didn't want nothing to do with that. So yeah. It's like... Yeah, actually, all the herd, the rest of it is like this cow was just too stressed with whatever was going on that the cow didn't follow the other cows. It just sat down in the pasture. And they think that whatever, that the UFO showing up is what stressed it out, like all the cows. So that's, I mean, it's, it's really interesting. I'm not a rancher. I don't know about animals such as cows, so I don't know if this is normal. I just, that's only bad things when you watch shows like these. If you're not an expert, you're... You almost have to kind of trust that these experts are telling you this. Yeah, this is weird kind of thing where I'm just kind of like, okay, yeah, cool. I'll believe you because I don't know any different. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, let's see what else. The next evidence is the personal effects on the body. And this is from everyone, including feeling a dizziness for Travis. And also Travis was discovered that he was exposed to high gamma radiation. He went to the hospital and had surgery because of the exposure. Bone spurs on his finger, I guess that's what they called it. Like he basically had something yeah, I, grown out of his thumb. No, it was his it was his index finger. Oh, index yeah, finger. It, was, it was like a big knot, like right on like the first where the tip of your finger is. Like yeah. that, that, that that joint. Like it was like a big swollen knot. Yeah, I think near the knuckle, the first knuckle. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so he said, like, they went in there and they found, like, a, they removed a cyst that was about the size of an M&M. And he didn't have any of that. I mean, it's implied, I don't think he came out and said it, but it's implied that he didn't have any of that before going on the ranch. Like, it just showed up. And it showed up after he was exposed somehow to the high gamma. And they have a whole episode, and again, we didn't go over it, they have a whole episode where he goes to Homestead 2 and there's like this well and he wants to lift the lid and like I think it was Jim who was with him says oh don't lift it and he does anyway and he looks in there and he's like nothing's in there and he he lowers the lid and as they're walking away their biometers go off and when he looks at it he's basically saturated and then later um, they talked about, there is an episode, I remember watching the episodes, I don't know if it's episode eight, or not eight, seven or six, but one of the episodes, he's really not in there that much, but it's explained that he went to the hospital and then they took pictures and they had these pictures of him having like radiation burns. And it is kind of weird. Uh, I would say like his 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 face, like his skin didn't look very good. Like yeah. when he was sitting there, it was like he looked like he had, had something, like he had something wrong with him. 
Yeah, it looks like he, well, yeah, it looks like he had, like, high exposure or something. And so that was really interesting. It, then they talk about, um, they talk about Thomas also going to the hospital in the beginning of the season. And they, he, Thomas is, is I, I think he's a good guy. And he, he just was like, you know, he wants to find out what's going on with the ranch. But he's also, everyone's kind of looking at him like, well, this is just so dangerous. Do you not want to be here? And he's like, no, I want to find out what's going on. Like, and and I think that was very important for him to kind of tell everyone, like, yeah, I know there's something going on, but I need to know what it is. So it was a wrap up about all this weird stuff. For evidence wise, I think that's pretty evident that there's something on that ranch making people sick. I'll be honest, like, it's one of those things where you know, as an investigator, like, as a wannabe investigator of the paranormal when you have certain places you want to visit i don't think i would want to go to skinwalker ranch no i would i would pay other people to do it for me well and you know what's funny is i was watching another show called uh, portals to hell and it has jack osborne in it it's on discovery plus right and he talks about i guess he had another show and i think it was called i know he had another show called highway to hell but i don't know if it was during that production or another production because i think he did a couple but he was talking about how he went to visit skinwalker ranch and it was i think before he was diagnosed with what was it he had, i think he has ms but like he his he was explaining in the show when they went to skinwalker ranch his like i think right eye went blind like something like it's just weird how that story just really kind of not affected me but kind of like you kind of wake up to it because like, man, people go on to that ranch and have these weird um, experiences. Obviously he, he was diagnosed with something else, but like still just what are the odds that you go to that place where so many people get sick and dizzy and have experiences like that and have you basically, you know, your eyesight go. This is just like put like a big quarantine around that whole area. Seriously. Right. All right. The next thing they speak about their phones acting up and this is in episodes that we didn't see. But Caleb, again, I'm, I'm telling you, he's the real security guy right there. But Caleb explains how there's this episode. He's not in the high rise with everyone, but they do flashbacks of showing him and his phone going haywire. Basically, oh, I remember that was that free. That was creepy. It was like all the numbers, all the numbers were being it looked like they were just being pressed. Yeah. Like all over the place. And like it was he said it was like calling his contacts and operating his camera and it was just, just doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, they were randomly dialing numbers. So like he was just showing it and it was just like two five and six seven eight two two one two five six seven eight. Like it was just this like random string of numbers like it was trying to call out but it wasn't pushing like, you know, dial. It was just pushing all the numbers. And you saw like the numbers being lit up. Like, someone was pressing them, and then, like, yeah, he says, then he said that someone was, it was trying, whatever the weird influx was, it was trying to dial out, and the camera kept turning on and off. Like, it, he, they recorded it. It was really weird. I'm sure someone out there is like, oh, this is why it's when your phone is exposed to this. That's totally cool. I didn't know. I never had my phone act up like that, so that was weird, and you're totally right. It is a little creepy if you all of a sudden, like, the one thing you have to contact everyone is just going nuts um, yeah it would, have, it would have freaked me out me too uh they also talk about all the equipment not working batteries being drained um they talk about how the drones uh battery wasn't 
working, how they were trying to do um, underground, rate not radiation, underground mapping, and it, the battery on the thing went down, and people are like, oh, this never happens. And that, I think, out of all the evidence, that's, I think, was really interesting because it, but you know what's funny is they had all these cameras. I can't remember if they did or not. And again, I, I watched the whole season like months ago, but like, I can't remember if any of the actual cameramen talk about their cameras going out. Like, cause like, again, okay, you have someone come onto the ranch with a machine, let's say the drone, let's say the, the radar thing, and it has no electricity or the batteries died. But then it, I would be more interested if they say, hey, um, also it should be noted that during this production, we've had three cameras that have gone down. Like to me, that's also something proven like, yeah, something is totally weirded out with these electronics. But I can't remember. I don't think they ever really explained that about the production. But it would be something I would be interested in knowing if the production had any like cameras go down when they were recording. Yeah, definitely. All right, next, they have a theory. And they explain their theory that the Mesa is acting like a satellite dish with the energy. Um, it does not show where the focus was high, like what they were getting in the sky. They mention the weather balloon and they confirm, they confirm, I love this, what I thought, that the balloon just disappeared, GPS and all. So my theory of this whole place is I feel like there's portals on this place. If I had to guess something, I, I think something is opening or something's happening there because it's the weirdest thing how these things disappear. And this weather balloon is huge. And they have a GPS and the guy explains in the episode we saw, I think episode two, where he's tested these. This is his bread and butter. He knows how to get these things back. And he actually says like, uh, this is, this doesn't happen. You know what I mean? And so I find that they finally confirm in this last episode saying like, yeah, the balloon was just gone. It didn't fly over to the next ranch. No one reported it. No one like, this isn't like when you're in a city and it goes 10 miles and you could be in another little city or another suburb. Um, this ranch is huge that even if it flew all the way across, someone would have reported something of it or yeah. the GPS would be on where they could go and pick it up. You know what I mean? So I found that 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 evidence was to me a lot better in the sense that they didn't keep eyes on it and it just disappeared before it even got off the ranch. Okay, so the next big bombshell is Travis informs the group that he's been contacted by quote the intelligence community unquote about the what they've discovered. And it confirms they are being monitored. Well, I like, so I wrote in my, my little script here, it says, so Dra Travis says us. And I think they mean the History Channel or the producers. So this is what I found interesting. The whole operation for this, it's always been, we've got to ask Brandon, he's the owner. This is our investigation, but Brandon, we're a team. This is Brandon's baby. And even though when they didn't know what was going on, they kind of did this whole thing where in the episode, one of the episodes that we didn't cover, they see a helicopter and it does look like it has something underneath it, like a camera underneath it. And they go into the command center to get the transponder number and there's no transponder number. So it's kind of, it's kind of implied that someone is watching them. Then Travis later says that, yeah, I've been 
I've been basically told by my contacts that they are interested in what we're doing on the ranch. And you got to remember, this guy is from Huntsville. He's rockets. He probably does work. I think he even mentions he worked for the Department of Defense or at least knows contacts. Like, so I, I think that like when he said us, he says, yeah, they're modern us. I honestly think that we talked about this before in the past episodes where it feels like they find something and then they never really go back to it. Like the first episode was all these about these great lights, but then it doesn't seem like they ever went back out there during the nighttime to record what these lights were to set up stuff on the mountain. You know what I mean? And I have a feeling like maybe the government is contacting them and saying, that's cool. This is what you can show. This is what you can't show. And that would be really interesting if they did do that. But what is funny is even though he says us, um, Brandon does look surprised at the news. And so does the um, the attorney general, which it was really funny because I think the attorney general was kind of like, okay, what did you guys find? Is it like weird ghost stuff? And let's just figure out what's going on. And by the end of it, he kind of does look like he's shocked. Like, oh, what what are you guys finding? Why is the government involved? Like, I think he's kind of getting to the point where it's like, okay, this isn't what I thought it was. Like, I thought this was just a discovery. This is a History Channel show where you're going to show me some weird things and and levels and stuff. And instead, there's they're doing maps of, like, a like a satellite dish and, oh, we're getting all this energy and this is what's going on. And he just, uh, as the time goes on, he just looks like, the heck am I doing here? No, no, no. You know what he's really thinking? He's like, they, they're getting way too close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he did have that. Like, when they say they've been contacted by the intelligence community, was that contact like a cease and desist? Yeah, or I, like I said, they didn't say why, what they want. Well, they, they, I guess Travis alludes to the fact that they are interested on what's going on at the, on the ranch, but they're not really saying like what else the government wants them to do. So like, do they want to get partnered? Do they just want to be informed? Mm-hmm. I have a feeling it's, let us know if you find anything weird on that, that we can like explain or whatever yeah or deny <laughs> they're not gonna they're gonna be like we're gonna need you to send us all your findings i yeah i would not be surprised okay so and then, and, then, and then we'll have to wait for another show to do be done well i was gonna say so future plans they want to send a satellite up and record and try to reproduce the phenomenon that they were getting and they want to dig a core sample. And basically that's kind of how the episode ends. Here's my final thoughts with this. Season 2 begins on May 1st, 2021, which is way past now, by the time this comes out. Would you watch Season 2? Well, to be honest, it would probably it would mean I'd have to pay for another subscription of something, so probably not. <laughs> well, no, not it's not even on Discovery Plus yet. I checked just to see. But uh, I think how Discovery Plus works is you'll get the older seasons, and then if you still have the cable, they get the newer seasons, and then once the season's over, they'll probably upload it. Because there's a lot of, like, last season, last year's seasons on Discovery Plus, which is great, because I haven't seen a lot of the seasons of a lot of my shows, but they don't seem to have the newer episodes. Uh, I mean, I would say, like, if they ever, if they put it on, like, Hulu or something like that, then maybe I would be considered, to be honest, as interesting as some of the stuff on the show was, it didn't hold my attention as well as I was expecting it to. I was expecting a little bit more, and a lot of it was more just, like, 
oh, things aren't working. I don't know. I think it was more interesting. I think they had these, like, bombshells where it's like the government is watching us. Yeah, you guys are also on TV, so anyone in the government can watch you. And then it's like, well, they want to know what's going on. It's like, yeah, it's the government. They usually want to know what's going on. Especially when you're, like, deciding to want to, like, set up satellites and stuff. So it's kind of one of those things where I think, you know, if you want to really go have fun and just do conspiracy theories, like, what could they be up to? What what do they want to know? Or it could just be the government being kind of like, okay, let's not, you know, panic people and people thinking, like, this area is saturated with old fallout from, you know, can you imagine if that was the case? It's, it's one of these things where it's, I think... That was the big reveal for the whole season is that they're being watched by the government with and and the other evidence. But the thing is, is with season two, it might be just more of the same, but it's probably more of the stuff that I wanted to see in season one. Like if they spent more time with the mountain and the lights. So I, okay. So I watched portals of hell with Jack Osborne and one of the reasons he started talking about Skinwalker Ranch is because they go to this, I guess, bed and breakfast ran by this guy who has investigated Skinwalker Ranch and he's an investigator and he wanted to stay close to the ranch. And so he basically buys like the property, the property, I guess, next to the ranch. And so they were having the same evidence, but it looks like it's on the other side of the mesa. And it was really interesting because they also caught lights. And it's not just like, so you know what the lights they caught looked like? It looked like someone was walking on the mesa. And when they go up there and stuff, there's no one up there. And there's no one for miles around because they have the heat, thermal and stuff. And this is like dead winter. But it's interesting because it's that whole area. And I think even if they just sat there investigating these weird lights, I would have gotten, I mean, yeah, all the other evidence is great. But those lights one, to me, that was the best, A, best evidence they got. And two, that was my favorite episode. The first one is because they had two cameras and one showed it, one didn't. And it's just like, what was that? The thing that always, that really just kind of irks me just a little bit about the show is that they spend so much time talking about like, oh, there's radiation or possible radiation on this. And they're actually getting exposed to radiation and getting injuries or illnesses or whatever due to radiation, no one ever busted out a radiation suit. Like it, it was like, it wasn't even discussed. Like well, they, they should have some sort of protective gear. Especially after people are being exposed to radiation. Like, and that that's could be, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like they, people are getting lumps on the back of their head, knots in their fingers. They're getting dizzy and stuff. It's like, dude, put some, Put some put some stuff on, man. Like I don't know what you guys are doing. You're walking around in khaki shorts and and polo shirts. And you're like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm getting exposed to radiation. This isn't know what normally happens when I'm wearing khaki shorts and polo shirts. Like, like no, full gear. Like, you guys are scientists. What? Like the, the ridiculousness of the whole situation is just kind of like. Like, what the hell is wrong with all of you people? Well, it's one of those things, too, where I agree with you that I think they're had to take precautions. Like, you know, you're half hoping that maybe they're overreacting on all of this, like, sensationalizing it for the show. But on the other hand, I don't, I really do think they're trying to, especially with the History Channel shows and those type of shows, I think they are trying to show that when people are taking it seriously. But it's it's one of those things where... 
I don't think it would be safe for everyone to be exposed to that if it was really stuff being exposed. So like that's it's it's like the thing with the cow. They kind of started talking about how after that happened, it was very much they thought they should put all their other plans on hold and they stopped their testing. But it's like, yeah, yeah you guys knew or you suspected. And then what they suspect is that this would, would have been a cow mutilation if they didn't find the cow first. And they do mention, like, the rancher, um, Tom, um, he talks about how what you do in those situations, you basically kind of pull the cow to the side and let the buzzards and scavengers, you know, at the carcass. And he just went recently to look at it and it's not even touched. And so it's it's kind of one of those things where... Yeah, something weird is going on on the ranch. We all know it. Now let's just be safe by it. And I think that's what they've kind of come down to, where it's like, okay. About the cow, like, you know, they're sitting there, and they say, like, hey, let's wait to touch it before until we find out whether or not it's radioactive. It's like, well, if it's radioactive, then you're standing, like, a foot away from it. Like, you're getting exposed one way or the other. It doesn't matter if you're physically touching it. Radiation tends to, you know. Radiate. Exactly. It's it's in the name, you know. <laughs> yeah, no. So overall, I agree with you. I don't think I would watch second season and be as in depth. I'll probably would. I'll be honest. I probably just would watch the, the highlights, <laughs> like the first ten minutes. They always show what was in the last episode. So I would wait until the last. I would just watch the first ten minutes of each episode. See if I want to watch the whole episode before. And then they're probably going to do another wrap-up. I probably just would wait until the wrap-up. Because even when they did the wrap-up, it wasn't the best evidence that they ca- caught. But overall, I do think... Well, and, and you know, we didn't cover this because we didn't cover the episode. but And they didn't cover it again in the last episode. But Travis did have a theory that there might be a wormhole. And there might be some kind of... And I love how he had that theory. And he actually had some science to back it up with. And I think it was Jim who was like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Because, you know, they, they were doing, like, this math thing. Like, he was just basically explaining, like, the the levels they got and how this could compute and all this stuff. And I love how I think it was Dragon who was just like, well, that just is crazy or that doesn't make sense. I don't know remember what he says, but it was one of those, like, I have to disagree with you situations where it's like, okay, I don't understand how this was a bridge too far for you. Like, it could be portals, it could be ghosts, it could be UFOs, but, but, a wormhole, oh, I'm sorry, back it up. And and you know what, honestly, that kind of explained that, well, it it sort of explains a little bit, or at least it gives you kind of something to think about. If it's a, if it's, if it's something like a wormhole, right, a wormhole, you don't know where it ends, where it begins and where it ends, Right. What if the radiation that they experience is cosmic radiation because it's just it's connected somewhere out there in space and it's just like it's funneling radiation from someplace out in the universe to here? You know, I I mean, it's a theory. I mean, it's a working theory. And Travis wasn't the guy who was like, okay, hey, this is an idea I have. This might be what's going on. This might explain the sounds. It might explain why it's only in this area. It might explain this and it's just there they were just like oh that's just no uh and it could be it could be, be a, it could even be like a wormhole to a future earth where everything's been obliterated due to like nuclear war and there's just like massive amounts of radiation 
Well, and it's really interesting, and I we didn't go over this, and they didn't go over this, which I found really weird because I thought this was really interesting, was in one of the episodes, I think it was episode six or seven, they also bring llamas onto the ranch. And they're just talking about every time there's animals, something happens. When it's new animals, something happens. So the llamas, and I teased this in a couple of um, podcast episodes, like episode one or two recently, but they talk about how they put these llamas in a corral. And one morning, Travis lives, I guess, on the ranch in this trailer. And what happened was the next morning, the caretakers, they hear, I'm sorry, and I'm doing this from like a month, so I might be wrong, but from one of my memories, they hear like the animals in distress. So they go out there and there was something attacking the the llama and they, they didn't know what it was. And I can't remember if the caretakers saw it or not. I, th- I want to say they did see it and ran off. And how they were describing it was like, it was a big, almost like wolf-like creature, but it was huge. It was like as big almost as this llama. And it attacked. And the llamas wouldn't, the one would not let anyone near it. When they finally did get to near it, the llama was tore up. Like it had the scratches, had the bites. And it was a creature, like not creature, but it was an animal attacking it. And so they were like, well, we have on the crowd, we have a camera. So when they reviewed the camera, the cameras had gone down right before the attack. Because they see... They see the llamas kind of running, and then I guess the cameras went down. But Travis, I guess, lives near the homestead in this trailer. And on the trailer, there is a camera. And so this camera is a really bad angle, but it captures the llamas running in the pen. And they capture this weird-looking black mass. It looks like a big wolf, like a really big wolf attacking the llama and you only see like a smidge like just a smidge and but it's enough to kind of like tell you like there's something weird that came into the pen and attacked it and I I mean again I don't live on a ranch this could happen all the time probably does happen all the time but after that they did put the llamas in the pen that the Bigelow people put up the one with the tower and the ranch to keep the llama safe but they didn't talk about that in episode eight, but I find that evidence really interesting because it's corroborating what everyone else has seen. You know what I mean? Like there is, you know, in the movie Hunt for the Skinwalker, um, George Knapp's video interviews, they have people saying, yeah, we saw this weird creature crawl out of a cave and with red eyes and ran off. And then there's people who, like, in the book, talks about the Gorman family going after this creature who went after a calf. And now, and that disappeared. And now you have this, this black mass wolf thing attacking the llamas, but somehow it got into the center of the homestead and back out without any cameras catching a full view of it. Which to me is just strange. Like, yes, it could be just a regular animal. It could be, let's say, a wolf get on the property, attack the llama. But the thing is, is no cameras, and they have this whole thing wired at the homestead and everywhere else, captured it except this one that's on a trailer outside of this investigator's basically house. So it's like, 
I don't know. I, I really think that was the biggest evidence they got. And they kind of were like, look at the cow with the UFO. It's like, yeah, you guys, there's a creature here that's kind of attacking things. Like, what happens is sooner or later this creature attacks, you know, humans. And now I know why they all carry guns around. Because I have a feeling that this creature has been seen. Because even I didn't know this, but they didn't really talk about it on this episode or this series or even in the books. But Jack Osborne was talking about it on Portals of Hell where he's like, well, people have seen like Bigfoots on the Skinwalker Ranch. And I was like, that's the first time I've heard about that. Right. Also, apologize if you can actually, if you can hear my fiance is running the shower in the background. So, But anyway, sorry, my coffee was kicking in. But I, I overall, I think the episode really didn't dive into the stuff that was more interesting. They dived into almost like, the culture stuff, which is like, oh, UFOs, cow mutilations, weird stuff. But it's like, well, what happened? I want to hear more about wormholes. I want to hear more about portals. I want to hear more about, like, what you're actually, where are these things disappearing to? Yeah, it would be nice to actually get, it to actually get answers instead of conjectures. Exactly. But overall. And, it sh- and it, you would think it, sh- it shouldn't be that hard to get answers considering they're, like, right there. You know, like if you want to find out what's happening on the Mesa, have people camp out on the Mesa. Just put them up there. Just say, set up a little little mini base or something on top of the Mesa and then just figure out what's going on. It's like, do the work. It's like they said, but they're, it's like they're, they're scared to do the work. I don't know. I think they're like, well, hey, we have a show, so let's keep going. And I'm like, well, you know, Bigelow built these towers looking at the Mesa. And I mean, George and App had interviews of people who used to be in the tower saying, like, we saw stuff being crawled out, crawling out of these caves, stuff that, like, even apologize, there's a car outside. So, but you have these people telling them that there are basically caves or holes in the mesa and that people have seen creatures. And even when they investigate it, they feel weird and dizzy and swimmy. And so, yeah, I feel like the lot was left on the table. And I don't know if it's because maybe the government is like, yeah, we don't show this stuff. Or they're like, let's save it for season two. See, then, then I don't like them because I'm like, no, you, you don't draw this, this stuff out because you want better ratings. You probably didn't get that great ratings in the first place. I just want to know. Like, yeah, I just want to know if they go investigate it, the lights again. To me, the lights were the best evidence they had. I'm just saying from like a from a logical standpoint like if you want to find out what's going on put yourself in the middle of it right not just be like oh we're out in the middle of a field let's see what happens let's stare at the mace i was like well staring at anything doesn't make it watched pot never boils everybody knows that yeah the best thing best thing to do would be to just put yourself put their put their guys in the middle of it put give them full-on radiation suits so they're so they're safe from exposure give them all the the measuring equipment they could need and just say spend like a week on top of that mesa we'll give you all the supplies you could ask for just get answers well and it is interesting too that like i said i watched that portals of hell and they did the investigation so they like her his partner oh god i'm I'm forgetting her name and i love her because she's she's also on lockdown paranormal lockdown but she is um i say it's i forgot her last name but i think her first name is katrina and she's so she like even Jack Osborne at one point says, "Man, she's a badass." Like it is she? She's very calm. She's very like, "Listen, this is how we're gonna investigate." Okay, I'm gonna do this and this. 
And so they, she investigated like the house that's on the property and he, Jack went out in the in the yard and stuff. And I mean, just one night or maybe they were there for a couple of nights. I can't remember, but like, but basically the time they were spending there, they see these lights. So these lights, they, everyone always talks about how these lights come all the time. So yeah. What happens if you do stay on the Mesa for a week? What evidence would you capture? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, wouldn't. I feel like you'd get way more information or you'd get some way creepier experiences if you're like right there in the middle of it. Same thing with like the the paranormal stuff that they keep saying happened on the homesteads, right? Have people stay there for extended periods of time and, and, and see if you experience anything. You can't just go there for like, you know, 15, 20 minutes and then be like, oh, well, nothing happened. So, you know. Yeah, that actually kind of annoyed me because you have these caretakers. So, okay, are the caretakers there to help with recording it? Or because they they even talked about like, yeah, we hear some really weird bangs under the floor. It's like, well, give them a camera. Like, give them a camera, set up a camera in the house. Like, it's, 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 they yeah, never like went back. I'll tell you right now, Wire. they never went back to that homestead one in the basement and the in the no. windowless, doorless room. Yeah, they, it's like they weren't focusing on the paranormal. They were focusing on the extraterrestrial. Which is fine, but you guys were all over the place. Like, it, I don't know. It was just, it's in the sky. It's over here. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's Superman. Superman. Like, I, 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 by the end of season one, I was very frustrated. I wouldn't sit down and watch season two. Like I said, I would watch the first 10 minutes, see if there's anything they talked about that I would be interested in reviewing. Like if I had watched episode two and they talked about seeing the lights, I probably would just go back and watch that episode about the lights. I probably wouldn't again, like these episodes, I probably would have watched one, four, and I can't remember it was six or seven where the, the llamas were attacked. Those were probably the three best episodes. And that's probably the episodes I would watch. It, that, Travis, Travis, the llamas are acting strange. Carl, like those those llamas, they that that weird creature attacked them. They were never the same. They started wearing hats and start talking. I think the radiation started to kick in. Man, mutated llamas. <laughs> well, anyway, so wrapping up our season one of the Secret for Skinwalker Ranch on the History Channel. Overall. I will say the first episode, the fourth episode, some episodes are really good. But overall, I don't know if I would want to sit there and binge it. Like, you know how, like, sometimes it's a Saturday and you're like, you know what? I'm going to watch these eight episodes. And then afterwards you're like, oh, man. It's like after you watch the first season of Stranger Things, you're just like, man, here Netflix, take my money. Give me season two. Like, I feel almost, you almost feel like animated or like you feel excited. Like, oh, my God, that was so awesome. I think if I would have binged this, this would have been like, oh, I just wasted a whole Saturday watching this. Uh, I shouldn't have done that. Like, oh, crap, I gotta go to work tomorrow. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I kind of have, like, binge guilt. I shouldn't have done that. Whereas there's other episodes of, I could watch, I don't know, Seasons of Destination Truth, and I just love it. I'm like, oh, man, those eight episodes went fast. Of course, they're only a half hour long, but like, you know what I mean? Like it's, I can watch those episodes and I don't, I feel like I'm getting something for them. You know what I mean? Even if they don't capture anything, I think it's funny. I think, I I do think that there's something there and I want to know what's going on, but I just, like, I don't understand how they're recording their investigation because it's, it's, 
I go back to the mountain. I want to see the mountain. Stop bringing animals on to the to the ranch. They're getting attacked. That's not good. Like it's it's something like it's like stop doing this. Do this more. <laughs> yeah, do some actual investigative research. Fire dragon. I don't know what his job is. Like <laughs> overall, okay. Well, that wraps it up. And I want to actually also ask our listeners. So with a new format. Jay and I, we, we want to also review more stuff because I feel like I get more animated when I review this stuff. And I like talking about the evidence and and I love hearing the stories, but I think it adds a little bit more depth to see someone, you know, watching a YouTube channel and having the investigators do it, have watching Nukes 5 and seeing that evidence. And now that I've discovered Plus and almost like, oh my gosh, all this new paranormal shows I've never seen... I'm really excited to to maybe hopefully review some more stuff. And if you have a YouTube channel, podcasts, or you just want us to say, hey, I always wanted to watch this, but I don't have time. Can you just tell me what it's about? Let us know. Give us an episode. Give us a channel. Give us a show. And we'll tell you what we think about it. We'll let you know. We'll spoil it for you. So that way you don't have to binge it on a whole Saturday and waste your Saturday. What do you think, Jay? That sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> okay well uh should we do our legendary listener shout out uh who are we shouting out to today we are shouting out austin texas we got some new downloads from them and you know what i miss texas i have some of my best stories my favorite stories are from texas and i actually found another texas story that i think i would be doing in a future episode to tease you so Left my heart in Texas. Forget about San Francisco. Austin, thank you so much for listening. Appreciate it. Okay, take us home, Jay. This has been another exciting and successful episode of Legends in the Dark. My name is Jay. And I'm Leslie. Your purveyors of the paranormal, your curators of the creepy. And if you haven't seen Llamas with Hats, go watch it. It'll make your day. We bid you all a good night. Night.